0: what is up everyone welcome back brand new show brand new year i hope you all had an enjoyable christmas and holiday period i'm going to address today some of the pitfalls around new year's resolutions and setting realistic goals for yourself for the new year so let's get started Okay, so let's dive right into New Year's resolutions and goal setting. I'm sure a lot of you listening are probably in the middle of setting or working towards some New Year's resolutions. You might have set yourself this New Year, New Me, adopting a new persona type buzz that comes straight after the holiday or the Christmas period that tends to grip a lot of people. It can be quite stressful time, I find, for a lot of people, particularly because a lot of people tend to take on too much too quickly, set unrealistic goals. Really, the set, again, one of the most popular things, obviously, is health and fitness goals, but adopting other things also. So it becomes this big bag of goals. And while, again, it's, it is very good to have people motivated and driven towards achieving something and bettering themselves, whether it be physically, mentally, financially. However, the biggest mistake I see a lot of people doing is throwing a lot of eggs in the basket and trying to achieve all of these things at once. So the first thing we're going to look at and address here is being realistic, particularly if it's around New Year's resolutions. You need to focus and center all your attention in my opinion on one single goal and obviously coming from a health and fitness background i'm going to talk about pushing towards achieving that health and fitness goal i just want to share with you a little bit of information that i've been doing and researching on this whole topic and the success rates around it a lot of people tend to you know set these six-week kind of targets and people in the industry will set these six-week goals and eight-week goals whatever it might be particular post-Christmas however most people tend to kind of come off the rails between week two week three and totally abandon what they've set out to achieve in the first place again that's down to a number of different reasons however I, I think The main reason talking to a lot of people and from my own experience over the years is they're setting their goals too high. They're unrealistic. And a lot of these challenges tend to be very generic and not tailored towards a person's specific needs. You have people that have family, there might be health conditions, there might be work restrictions again, it's a very different world that we're living in now as well. So it's very, very important if you're going to embark, particularly on a fitness journey of maybe weight loss or weight gain, maybe it's body composition, I would stress that you need to have a couple of different things factored into your decision-making before you sign up and agree to something. Okay, so I'm going to just give you some some of the information that I found over the last particular two weeks and researching before I decided to do this podcast about the whole subject. A study that I found in Sweden where researchers analyzed New Year's resolution that took a cohort of 1000 people. They found that the participants goals included physical health, to lose weight, change your eating habits, personal growth and mental health and sleep so what came out on top from the new year's resolutions in correlation with health and fitness 33% of people said physical health 20% said to lose weight 13% said to change eating habits 9% said personal growth and 5% for mental health and sleep so If we're just to look at that study in particular, you have 33% of people talking about physical health. So their physical health can mean a number of different things. And that's, again, why I'm saying when you look at certain challenges and whatever they might be, with going in with a certain goal in mind, just be wary that the goal might not align to what the program is about. Okay, so that's first thing is first. Secondly, weight loss again. Was the second thing with 20%, the second highest, the program mightn't align itself to it. So what you need to go in and do is ask plenty of questions, set out goals that are realistic. So if you're going to participate in a certain program, is it going to align itself to your goals? So what I would advise a lot of people to do at that stage would be to look at maybe personal training as a better option as opposed to participating in a larger group set program. So the first thing I'm going to look at here is the goal setting and being realistic. So if you've come to the table with, I'm going to change my car, I'm going to get a new job, I'm going to move house, I'm going to, I don't know, maybe do up the garden, I'm going to do paint the house, all of these things thrown in to a a brand new start. And then you're going to go, okay, well, I'm going to change my eating habits. I'm going to change my workout regime. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to go to bed earlier. All of these things you're throwing into the basket at once is not going to be a recipe for success. Separate each one of these individual goals that you have and prioritize them. Okay, maybe family comes first, maybe your job comes second. Obviously, we all need an income and maybe health and fitness comes third. So if you can satisfy one and two, then progress to three. So it doesn't necessarily mean that starting in January is the right thing for you or this perception of, okay, let's start on a Monday. Monday, everything starts because I had a birthday, I had a wedding, whatever it might be. It doesn't always lend itself to it. Okay, you need to plan ahead for these things. It's not just, you know, cut and dry Where okay, we've binged all week or like Christmas, we had a few drinks, we had social occasions, whatever it might be. So be realistic is the first point we're going to look at here. All right, so if I'm going to adapt it, I'm going to say to myself, okay, I'm going to look at my calendar here. What have I got in for the next six to eight weeks? Do we have any social events? Is there any weddings? Is there any birthdays? Is there whatever it might be, okay, that's going to distract me from what I've set out to achieve. So if we set the goal at weight loss, for example, be realistic about things, I'm going to have to exercise more. I'm going to have to tidy up my diet. Is there anything that's going to impede me from exercising more or from sticking to my diet? So, if you had a social event, weddings might be, particularly if it's a close one, if an Irish wedding, it could be two, three days in length. Okay. Again, we all need to enjoy ourselves. But is that going to cause me to completely come off the rails? So, we have to be realistic about this. So, we have a six to eight week gap where there's no social events. Perfect. Secondly, can I increase the level of activity from my previous? so? For example, if you're commuting to work. So if it's an hour and a half to work and it's an hour and a half home, be realistic if you're going to get out of the office on time every single time. If it's coming home, it's going to be half seven. Do I have to pick up kids? Am I putting undue stress on myself? Is there something that I can do to help alleviate that stress and to get more time for myself? It might require you to be a little bit more selfish. And that's okay, you want to do this for you, that's exactly what's needed. However, don't go into this blind alley with this expectation that just because it's Monday, I'm going to start, everything's going to fall into place, and all of a sudden you have to bring kids to train and you have extra activities outside of work that you didn't factor in. Okay, so you've set yourself a goal of four days per week that you're going to train, and all of a sudden you realize you have only two days that you can actually physically train. All right, so that's putting things on a negative foot. So we need to be realistic here. My second tip that I kind of crossed over into there is to plan ahead. So planning ahead is very, very important. Like that, looking at your schedule, where have I got time, what's available to me, and what can I work with. So don't set these big unrealistic goals without planning ahead. So like that, if I'm going to increase my activity from two days to four days, is there other ways that you could increase your activity? If you're particularly in an office environment, can you get in more steps? Can you be more active actually in work? Can you walk to work? So if you're commuting, can you maybe even park further away, get in some extra steps? Can you go for a walk in your lunch period? These are little things that you're not going to get when you just conform to setting out to work in these big groups with, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50,000 people in them. These are the things that you're not going to get when you work with a a PT on a one-to-one basis. It's more tailored towards yourself. That's what I would say about these things, okay? So we need to look at those. We need to plan ahead. We need to sit down. We have to have a plan of attack going forward. The next step is to outline your plan. So it's very, very important to actually get this all written down, have it laid out in front of you, whatever it might be, whether it's in your phone, maybe it's in, in A4 pads, stick it on the wall, maybe it's in your office, whatever it might be where you can, you know, visually see it and it's actively seen on a daily basis, outline your plan. Because there are going to be little bumps in the road, we have to know how we're going to address them. So I'm going to give you the example Again, we're talking about commuting. If you're very, very time poor, you're getting back. Maybe you've booked in for a class that evening, which is great. Looks like traffic is bad. You're not going to get home in time. What is plan B? So say you've missed the class. You're trying to get home for 7 p.m. You don't quite make it, but you're about 15, 20 minutes short. So you're not going to get in on time for the class. What can you do in place of missing that class instead of just sitting on the couch was is me, I've already missed one class this week, it leads itself into, oh, you know, I don't make the effort to get to the next one, I kind of wasn't there last week, we need to get out of that mindset, how are we going to fix it, so you're going to have to have certain plan B's in place, maybe it's go home, maybe it's do some yoga or do some Pilates, or if you have a plan B, like a little workout, some equipment to go and do 15, 20, 30 minutes of resistance training at home and maybe get out for a walk for the rest so that's something that's very very important to outline your plan and maybe even share it with someone so you have some sort of support network starting to build up around your goals and what you've set for your new year's resolution tip number four i would really give on this subject and again it backs up what you've already done when you've outlined your plan is to make a list of pros and cons around this particular goal so you need to set out a little list divide a page in two pros on the left cons on the right of you sticking to this plan what is it going to do for you how is it going to help you is it going to physically make you feel better is it going to physically make you look better is it mentally going to help you list down your your cons i'm sure there can't be too many it might be some that again fall on the stress side time poor if there's too many cons, if it's not going to be that achievable, we need to park it. Park it for then. Just work to that point. Park those that goal, I should say, and revisit it then in a later period. Work towards it. How can I overcome those obstacles? Is there certain things? Do I need to talk to someone? Can I get a child milder for when the kids, From sorry, from when you're coming back work from work? So I can get an extra hour in the gym. Little things like that, like they might seem like big obstacles. It might be just asking a parent or a friend, whatever it might be. The excuses will will tend to fade away once you start to do up this list and look at them from a pros and cons kind of situation. What is the problem? What is the solution? What is the benefit? A lot of people won't do that when they sit down to outline their plan. List your pros and cons. The pros should always come out on top when you go to attack that particular goal my next tip I kind of already mentioned it really would be to talk about it to share it with family and friends in particular particularly it's a family kids, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend whatever it might be to have them on board to have that support network around you to help push towards your goal they might even share the same goals which really really helps the level of Activeness around achieving the goal. Once people are buying into the same kind of concept as you, it becomes a lot easier. The job, the work, it doesn't seem as stressful, particularly if you're working towards the same goal. Now, it might be someone particularly in your household. It could be a friend, could be a work colleague, whatever it might be. The best case scenario is you're going to find someone who shares the same resolution and you're going to work towards that goal and help to motivate each other. And that can be achieved simply by talking about it. And again, it gives some credibility and some accountability to when you're not, or if you're not working with someone like a personal trainer that's going to hold you accountable. That accountability might come from family member, friend, work colleague, whoever it might be. My next point is, it's very, very important, obviously as a motivational tool but to know that you're working in the right direction towards your goal, and that is to track your progress. People tend to focus on one thing in particular, the scales being the big one when it comes to weight loss. It's not the, the beyond and end all when it comes to it. There is going to be huge improvements when it comes to your health and your wellness, even your mental health people don't tend to have enough parameters to track their progress and just focus on the scales. And there can be so many things that can fluctuate when it comes to the scales and give you a false reading when it comes to these things. So some of the things that you should look for to track your progress. So if you have the likes of an Apple Watch or a Fitbit, maybe it's looking to increase your steps, your daily step count. On a daily basis, maybe if you track it, if you look back historically over a particular week or a month, you might have only achieved a daily average of, say, five to 7,000 with your new goals and your new focus. You can see over the past week that that's increased now to 9,000, so you have an increase there of 2,000 nearly per day. That's progress. Okay, that's not something small, that's not insignificant, that's not something to be sniffed at. All right, that is progress. There's so many different ways to look at your progress. Okay, with pushing towards maybe you can set and build off your progress to set even smaller goals that will help build towards your main goal of weight loss. So it could be an increase of 2,000, so now it's at 9,000. Maybe the following week you're looking to get to 10 and 11 and 12. By week 16, you're up to 20,000 steps, okay? Work towards it. That's progress, and that will become a habit then, all right? So your daily average has gone from five to 7,000 right up to maybe 20,000 because you're conscious, you're working towards it, and that's become the new norm. It's become a habit, all right? They're big, that's a big end figure to, to work towards. It could be little things like your BPM. So your average, your resting heart rate might be 70, 75. If you look over a period where you've worked and you've increased your, your output in exercise and you've addressed some um, better eating habits, you look at your resting heart rate, it might be an average of 75 after three weeks, four weeks. It's now down to 70. That's progress. That's you actively tracking your progress. We haven't even talked about the scales yet. That is progress. Your resting heart rate's coming down. Your heart is getting healthier. Your respiratory system, your cardiovascular system, it's becoming stronger. So that often gets overlooked. There's so many different ways to track your progress. It could be if you're using resistance-based workouts, you could have been lifting, say, five kg dumbbells. Now you've progressed over four weeks and now you're on seven and a half kg dumbbells. That's progress, okay? There's so many different things that can fluctuate with the scales. It could be water retention. It could be people not weighing themselves correctly, wearing different clothing from when they measured themselves the first time or weighed themselves the first time. It could be water weight. It could be menstrual cycle can fluctuate with can make the scales fluctuate there's so many different things okay that can work against you with the scales so set down with your pt or for anyone that can give you a little bit more advice on tracking your progress working towards your weight weight loss goals and list down all the different things that can help you work towards that goal it's not necessarily judged and worked by the scales My next point is very, very important and something that I often stress with a lot of clients, and it's not to beat yourself up if things don't go to plan. All right, so there is going to be a little bit of a bedding in period, particularly at the start, where your body's adjusting, where you're mentally adjusting, whether your own your own particular schedule, you might have been you know, sticking to that for the last six to eight months due to many different circumstances, but there is going to be a bed in the end period and there is going to be hiccups along the way. Don't beat yourself up over it. That's so, so important because it it puts people into this kind of negative spiral and everything then. Just because you've had one little slip up doesn't undo maybe if you're only starting a week's worth of good or two weeks or three weeks or four weeks of good hard work. It's not going to undo all of that. And it's very, very important to address it as quickly as possible okay put it behind you okay it's done whatever happened happened back up start again we go again it doesn't have to be to be on an end-all talk to the person that's maybe you're working with talk to that person you recruited whether it be your friend or significant other or whoever, work colleague talk to them about what happened okay how do we rectify it how do I prevent that from happening again put it behind me move on and we're back on track straight away all you can do is just to do your best each and every day and just take one day at a time just let it go it's done can't undo it now move on so don't beat yourself up there will be hiccups Of course there will be all right but it's just important to get back on track as quickly as possible and you will through the motivation and support of those around you as well. And with that as well, it's very, very important that the agreement you've made with yourself to set yourself out for these goals, whether it's a certain time period, time frame, whatever you're working towards, maybe it's four, six, eight, 10, 12 weeks, whatever it might be, that you commit to sticking to it, even if there was those little hiccups. So if you've set yourself a 10-week kind of parameter to work within that you're committed to those 10 weeks if that hiccup was a big one or a little bit of a slip up or circumstances change that's where you need to be flexible it's not that okay i'm just going to park things right now i'm going to leave them after six weeks work because this happened this happened this happened with work and at home or whatever it might be commit yourself to those 10 weeks be flexible be adjustable with your goals it might mean moving that peg further down the line however you can still work towards them you need to keep trying it it, it mightn't happen the very very first time you go about it and that's why it's very very important that a lot of the stuff is on an individual basis and it's a one-to-one type setup because the program itself that might be set up will run with or without you all right whether you're successful or unsuccessful with more specific and one-to-one it's going to help you achieve is going to give you a greater return as well, obviously. But working towards that goal can be more flexible. We can adjust, we can move the goalposts a little bit further. We can adjust to your circumstances. All right. But the big thing is to keep trying. There's no reason why you can't start over again. Park things, take a little breather. If it's a particularly stressful period, we'll stop for two weeks, we'll stop for three weeks. All right. Get into that kind of mindset and we'll restart again. You have that support network built up. You've done the groundwork. So the next time you start, it should be even easier again because you've gained some knowledge. You know what it's about. You know what you have to do. So what fell down? What were the down points? What were the cons of what you did? What do we need to address? What do we need to put in place to be better the next time we go at this? So don't be worried about it. You know, getting it straight off the bat, we can go again, we can go again, we can go again. Maybe it might be the first time, second time. Maybe it's the third and fourth time that are the most successful for you. All right. So that's what I would say about New Year's resolutions. A lot of pressure put on people, particularly at the start of the year, this new me, you know, taking out your gym membership. The pressure's on. It mightn't be for everyone. So don't be concerned about just because other people have made changes In that kind of four to six week kind of period post Christmas, it might be February, it might be March, it might be April before you're ready to get into that kind of mindset. But you can certainly work toward it through daily habits, working toward it, talk to someone, get set up, plan, stick to those steps that I talked about in this podcast, and you will get there. All right. Hope this has been helpful, guys. I look forward to seeing you all again next week for another show. Any feedback is always welcomed, as always. And I will talk to you all again next week.